Just it's your boy D. I'm sorry. All right, all right, y'all. So look, welcome to the Homeroom with Smooth Podcast. This is episode number 239. Euphoria is over. All right. So um unfortunately, uh, we're gonna go over um the unfortunate passing of one of the castmates on uh one of the crew members excuse me uh well cast members that's what that's really what i meant to say of uh euphoria um we're gonna go over drake you know what i'm saying finding this legendary 36 l size bra which is kind of crazy to me i mean i could put my whole head in that bra um and then <laughs> and then not on top of that we're gonna go through uh man what was the other thing because i am terrible at this what was the other thing we talked about it wasn't me. I was too busy drinking. No, we... God, dude, come God, on. Y'all. Get out here. Come on now. The... You, you know what no, it is? No, I can't remember. No, I can't remember. And I had it in my, in my brain. I can't remember now. That's crazy. Um, I'm sure it'll come to us. There's, there's plenty of things we talk about. <sighs> plenty of things. Because we, oh. we, we never agreed to... Oh, they cloned Tyrone. Yeah, there we go. We, we yeah, yeah. We there we go. Yeah, we and we're gonna talk about that clone Tyrone. Bet. All right. So, without further ado, uh, the unfortunate passing of uh, I want to get this young man's name right. Um, let me let me let me pull it. Let me pull that clip back. Let me pull that back up. All right. So, a Euphoria star, Angus Cloud. Okay, he has passed away at twenty five. So, unfortunately, um. He recently lost his dad the week before. They just buried him. Um, and he passed away at his family home in Oakland. Uh, th- and this is this is the actor. Um, uh, his mother recently had called in and um, and over called in for like an overdose type deal. But you know what I'm saying? That hasn't been confirmed. Uh, that's like a rumor that she called in. It hasn't been fully confirmed. Um, but I do want to get you guys' thoughts on like someone losing their life at 25 like that's and being at the top of essentially life you know what i'm saying because he was definitely going to get more roles after that because he killed that um yeah well one i want to say rest in peace that's so sad um 25 seems so young to me at least you know um i feel like 25 is just when i really started living you know as an as an as an adult right um and to see, well, one, I'm a huge Euphoria fan, and he's in. He nailed the hell out of his his character. He's in. He was an amazing actor. Like I'm mm-hmm. one of those actors when you watched it and you saw him off the carpet. I mean, off the show, you forgot that he wasn't acting anymore because he he really turned into that character. Mm-hmm. Um, but one one thing I always like to say is that everybody has a plan when they come to earth everyone has a destiny so perhaps he came to fulfill what he was supposed to do even though he left us very young mm-hmm. <sighs> 25 that's just wow um a quarter it's very very sad um i know it's developing situations so we will know more about it um kind of what you said earlier that maybe an overdose um so it just means uh, no matter where you are in life, uh, people struggle. Um, whether it's addiction, demons, other things are going through stuff. Um, so I just want to say, 
reach out and to your loved ones and your friends and just be an overall good person because you don't know who needs mm-hmm. what and, who, and who's going through what. And I know it's kind of, um, I know it's kind of like lip service because everybody says it now too. Like, like you, you don't know what someone else is going through, but you seriously don't know what someone else is going through. So it's like treat somebody how you literally, literally would want to be treated. And I think that's just the, the biggest things and be there for people because you never know one, if it's your loved ones, you never know when it's going to be the last time you see them. And mm, then two, yep. it's just with people. It's like, you could be the difference um, for someone being here tomorrow or not. That's facts. That's, that's cold hard facts. And yeah, um, I, I definitely want to give my condolences to the family. Um, but I guess to, to segue over to the show, like, do you guys think the show is over? Like, cause I don't, they already said they, they had to push it back to 2026. So they just, end here should they just call it um well i can tell you he was a huge character in the show um so i personally once they said before this even happened when they said it was it it wasn't coming out till 2026 me and my friends already said i probably won't even know what euphoria is anymore by the time 2026 comes around you know like and it's the show is so good that you don't want to wait three years for another season like you that's one of those kind of shows you got to keep you got to keep it coming out mm-hmm. um and a lot of shows are doing like a year gap but three years is a little too much and now yeah. that he's huge part is going to be out of the show i don't i don't i just i don't see how that's going to work i don't see them at least having the same fan base i don't even know if i'm going to be into that kind of show anymore in three years you know um i think it depends if they want to call it now i I wouldn't blame them, and because of course when that happens, it does it does affect the castmates as well too. Because if I go back to even to um, the Fast and Furious series when Paul Walker um, passed, you know that kind of even finishing what was already finished already took them took them a while to to get to get that done. I do think, um, I I do think TV is changing. And with shows getting canceled coming back and then people waiting and how everything is binge-worthy now and we're watching a lot of content at home, I don't think a three-year gap would be a death sentence. I think it, I think it is a little long, um, definitely. But I don't think it will be a death sentence and it will get people because you could reach a new fan base and try to bring other people back in too. So mm-hmm. I think if they obviously they have people that are smarter than me um, you know, forecasting this stuff out there. And if they, if they think they could do it, um, I'm not going to tell them that they can't do it, especially with the, the current climate of TV. So I don't think the show is dead if, um, if they want to, if they want to push on, but if they call it a quits, I could definitely see them doing, doing it now, but especially with how everything ended as well too, they probably would want like a natural wrap up anyway, um, as well. So that might happen as well too. And it might be shorter than 2026. They could say, hey, you know what? We're just going to get this out of the way. When we're ready in 2025, it's the ending of euphoria. Yeah, I, I, I feel like, I feel like honestly, they should probably do like a special, you know what I'm saying? Put a nice little bow on it. You know what I'm saying? Give some characters like some closure and then just call it one, one shot, one episode, one special. That's it. Knock it out and be done. Yeah. I think, I think that's probably their best bet. Um, once the strike and all that is over, um, I think that's their best bet because at shows like that, when you have characters that are in, basically essential to like how the other characters interact with each other as well, like it's just not going to be the same. Like you would have to replace what his character does with somebody else, 
and then people are just gonna criticize that the entire time. It's gonna feel it's gonna feel like forced or like some corporate money grab, and people are just not gonna like it. Um, so I think the most tasteful thing to do would be like a wrap up special, just close a couple storylines and leave a few kind of ambiguous, you know what I'm saying, for like clout sake and then just call it a day. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, wow. So <clears throat> to to seg to segue over into <laughs> man, that's <laughs> That is such a, it's such a fucking heavy ass topic, bro. Like, it I, it, I, it I, is. I, I, there's, cause, cause, man, yeah. Anyway, anyway, it's, it's just that's a that's a tough thing to segue from. Um, but it shows so, that you care, though, which is which is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the next topic is so. Uh, I don't know if you guys had a chance to watch, but I enjoyed watching. They clone Tyrone, like, you know. Uh, shout out to all the people that watched the show and didn't go to sleep. Um, <laughs> that's an insider, little insider. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what do you think, Char? What do you think of the show? Man. Okay. So I watched it last night, and I had been hearing about it, but I wasn't really paying attention to like the commentary on it. Cause I'm one of them people like until I've watched something, I don't want to see spoilers, you know? And so one of my friends said she watched it and she was like, it was um, really deep. And so I was on Netflix yesterday and I saw, you know how like when you get on there, Netflix pushes you to watch stuff and they show you a little clip and mm-hmm. watching the clip, I was like, this looks interesting. So I turned it on and immediately I was hooked and um, immediately I understood there was like a meaning, like a lot of symbolism a lot of deeper meaning to this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I enjoyed it. I thought it was it was it was very well well written, but also one of those mm-hmm. movies you have to pay attention to because if you don't pay attention, like a lot of stuff goes over your head. Yeah. And I still feel like I understood the entire meaning while watching the movie, but I'm pretty sure there's certain scenes or certain stuff I missed that they were sending a message through. And I it it went over my head. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm definitely gonna have to watch the movie again to catch some stuff that I missed. But I think it was phenomenal. It was very well written and very well thought out. The storyline was was amazing. The meanings behind it, like I I I'll wait until y'all say what you know what you want to say to you know until we get to the actual meanings that I picked up on the yeah. movie. Anyway. Um, I'm gonna say I was blessed enough. To actually, I saw this in theaters. So, oh, that's fire. That's fire. That's <laughs> um, fire. John Boyega, um, it's probably my guilty pleasure actor. Uh, that no, he's really good. And plus, and Jamie Foxx in there. So, cast, cast was great. Pause. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Jamie Foxx Fox is, is, is always good. Um, uh, so definitely, um, I kind of at first it was it's really weird because it brought me to um, and it's a totally different movie, but sweato premise of it. Um, do you remember uh, the island? Mm-hmm. So it's um it's Ewan uh, e- 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 McGregor and uh, Scarlett Johansson. They're in the movie too. So like I said, totally different movie, but it brought me up with that because it dealt with cloning, cloning as well too. And um, so that's why it it brought me to that. So with me after the movie, it kind of brought me up into the whole just moral discussion (laughs) 
of of cloning and then and it's like or and it's like it's happening people don't know like and even the characters in in the in, in um in the movie they don't know about it and then they find out and it, and then they're dealing with, with that dilemma as, as well too so um kind of like kind of what char said like i definitely i do want to see it again just to grasp more into it just to have to have that discussion and see see what i missed but um definitely without going in there um i liked um I would probably say um, out of all the movies that I've seen, because I've watched a lot of movies um, this year because of because the good old AMC A list right now, so I'm just watching every movie I can. Um, <laughs> it, I, I put it on the upper end. It is it is one of my favorites. Um, I did like I love the cinematography in it as well too, and it yeah. actually shows that Netflix is coming. Um, I know Amazon's coming as well too, so it shows that these studios they are going with this original content. Um, and it goes into what we were talking about earlier, or just how movie movies, as we know it, um, it's it's changing. And this movie epitomizes that. Like it's it's funny because I saw it in theaters, but the majority of people didn't. So if it gets the fan base and just the respect that that it deserves, and people go and watch it, it it does show that people you don't need to go into, you don't need to watch a movie in a, in a theater. You can have a big budget movie at home or just a deep movie. I'm sorry, telling at, at home. It kind of it, it switches that the 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 dichotomy. Yeah, and and I and I also think like if they can prove that they can release those in theaters, just to continue on that point before I get my point on the on the actual movie itself, um, then they can actually make more money on it, and they kind of go like the Disney Plus model, mm-hmm. where they kind of release in theaters and then they add it to their service or the you know what I'm saying or the Universal route or all the other streaming services because a lot of those movies they release first and then they put it on their streaming service after you yeah. know what i'm saying so they're they're so already on amazon prime well no but because the, the thing is too which i learned during the pandemic which is this is what goes into it a lot of um movie companies if they release it straight to and then and have people buy it i mean you take out the middleman they make more they make more profits of just releasing certain movies straight to video than putting it in a theater and then dealing dealing with, with with the chains as well too, and I think that's what Netflix bringing this original content bringing them back. And I am excited for Netflix because it's one of the stronger streaming services. And now they're working on, on original content. And if you see like what they got too, because I said they got Jamie Fox, um, Boyega, they had Ryan Reynolds doing stuff. They had the thing because before it was like oh Netflix when they want big big budget actors, they were only doing uh, Adam Sandler. But now but now you see them going and they're, they're pulling people from you know big big budget at big um budget actors because because they, yeah. they, they got you know because they're getting everybody so they got ryan reynolds they got um um they they got uh they had the rock for um they, they brought in the rock you know they got jamie fox um gil, gil yeah so they're, they're getting all these people to show that hey netflix isn't the only this isn't the, isn't the only uh place to or sorry the movies isn't the only place for these big budget actors to make a lot of money and then the other thing too is that it's part of the reason why they're doing this this strike right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Chris. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so so to give my opinions on the actual movie itself. So I, what I feel, what I feel about the movie is is simply like this. Like I feel like it was it was literally like a. Uh, so first of all, I guess I'll say this. I enjoyed the movie. Yes, mm-hmm. I enjoyed the movie. I found it very funny. Um, parts of it towards the very beginning were a bit creepy. You know what I'm saying? Like they were, they're like, hell, it was like, I was like, I don't know which direction this movie's going, 
Like, I don't know if it's going funny or super serious. Man. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't I don't know. I don't know where they're going with it. But then once it got going, I said, oh, this is great. You know what I'm saying? I have one of my favorite actors of all time in there, Kiefer Sutherland, because I, I watched 24 growing up. So, like, like I watched all every season. So that that dude was in my house and I and in my college dorm the entire time. Like, every oh. season. And Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, you got me. You got me. You got me. No, <laughs> ah, ah, but seriously. Um, <laughs> no, my God. But anyway, no, nah, but um, like I, I enjoy I enjoyed the characters for the surface level. But then when you get on the deeper levels of, you know what I'm saying, of um, like, like I felt like John Boyega and his relationship with his mom, they kind of like, it kind of like made me question like, what is proper, like, what is a, what is proper, what is a proper, like, parental relationship and then when you then when you look at then when you look at um you know what i'm saying jamie fox as the pimp it then goes like well like like man that's like that's not necessary that's that's really a like a cold hard lifestyle you know what i'm saying especially like how the girls are living and you've seen how the girl was trying to like better herself and become a better person you know what i'm saying and go different places outside of the hood that she grew up in she had bigger dreams than that and then it also showed, like, towards the end there, how, like, having a bigger dream, you know what I'm saying, through working with other people, you can get them to buy into it. And then y'all can y'all can get outside of the hood together. You know what I'm saying? And it took the whole hood coming together to get those people out of the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, if the once the community came together, they were able to heal themselves and actually, like, be better, you know what I'm saying, than what it was and actually come together and actually get those get the government out of there you know what yeah. i'm saying but that wouldn't have been possible if they were still beefing the whole time but but so, that that goes also, with the ending though too which is when i saw but go ahead jar sorry I, I didn't mean to cut you off no i want i want to say can we also focus on the other messages of um the government controlling black people oh i was gonna i was gonna get that's part i was going at too with that and wanting all of our talents and our knowledge but not really wanting us, so to speak. It, it was it was it was so much yeah. late. Like well, yeah, because they said assimilation is better than annihilation. But the problem was, it I don't think it wasn't the government choosing because of black people. It was saying that because of and and it's weird. So I know I'm phrasing this wrong, but there's always going to be division with people who don't look alike. So they're saying, hey, let's keep the majority and freaking let's whitewash these black people to create peace. And like it, like it's so. But then it goes on to, and like I, I don't even get striked, but it goes on to freaking what Germany was doing in World War Two, when they're trying to breed like the the Aryan race. Like it's freaking like that's why I was like. Was and then crazy. the and then how they were <clears throat> putting that the the white crack or whatever it was, in the chicken and the and the perm. I interpret that interpreted them as like, you know how like if you look up the top consumer of hair products of chicken it's black people we 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 buy the most stuff and we put into the the, the highest sales in this country and then we're some of the poorest people i was it was just so many meanings in this movie i was, yes. I, was yeah. I kept watching like yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, the fact, and the fact of like you know what i'm saying like the fact that they made it where the chick the fried chicken you associated it with happiness you know what i'm saying and yeah. laughter and having a good time like they literally like were literally do like 
programming you. Like yeah. the part that stood out to me though with the programming stuff was the music. Like when they yeah. were in that club, like and like how they were saying like your mute the music really our music mm-hmm. it's not really meant for us. Like the stuff that's getting pushed for us is not meant for us. It's not good for us. Like it yeah. doesn't it doesn't help push our culture forward. Like it's mm-hmm. not it's not doing anything good for us. Like that 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 stood out to me because I'm like, man, I'm like because and it's programming like they, they're like we could put anything in the song and we can then get you to do it because it's in the song yep yeah yeah music is powerful and you got to be sometimes sometimes you do have to if if you're able to listen to music and you know understand that like hey i'm just listening to it that's okay but sometimes if you listen to stuff so much like you do start consuming it like there i was listening to some song the other day well, it came, it popped up on my playlist. And the first thing he said was murder on my mind every day. And I changed up shit, like immediately. I was like, no, because I don't want to be listening to something that's talking about murdering somebody. And I don't want, I don't want to listen to, you know, like. You, you, it's murder. You don't, you don't like the eye rolls? Murder. My point is like music, music does have a lot of, um, music is very powerful and. There was there was a lot of deep. Like I said, I have to watch this movie again. Yo, trust just, me, yeah, like I, yeah, I agree, oh, I agree. I do agree with you when you smooth when you said at one point you were like, "Where is this movie going?" Because it was also, although it's very deep, it was also there was so many parts that were so weird that like yeah. I had to remind myself that this movie has a meaning behind it. <laughs> but if you get too wrapped up in the storyline, you're like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, because yeah. like what Smooth said, you're trying to figure out where it goes and it's like, okay, is it light? And and I think because you're you're going you're going in there too. But I think it's also because um which I thought was good as well too, the um the at least when I saw it, there was really no marketing. So I so like I went in it cold. Mm. So so yeah. I so I had no base to go on there so whether I'm just gonna sit in this movie and see where it goes too so so i was so since there was no preconceived notions of what it was going to be and it's like and like the title and even like like the um like the title and the um the poster when i saw it too it's like you can look at it and you're like oh like it could be a comedy like it it, it, like it's going so different ways like that too like it could be satire it could be so when i was going through it so i do agree with smooth on that one too it's like where what's what's the tone going to be yeah, and I, I I feel like them not getting to Tyrone to the very end was very freaking like on point. Like that was cold. Like to to not introduce the character that's in the name of it to the very end, and then you understand his existence mm. and his presence. He's literally just another carbon copy that they mm. produced. You know what I'm saying? Through the the presence of the system of the mm. government itself. And you're just a carbon copy with a different name somewhere else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're literally performing the same role of a drug dealer slash gangster that's, you know what I'm saying, that's life is limited. You know what I'm saying? You're, you know what I'm saying? You're going to die eventually. Mm. And they dropped you off in this hood knowing that you're never going to. And that's probably one of the saddest things about the hood is so many people never leave that area. Like I, I I didn't know it was that bad till I was in LA and I was talking to somebody. He's like, Yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? This is my first time coming up here to downtown. I said, 
I said, how? I said, what, bro? And he's like, yeah. yeah. And I said, what do you mean? He's like, where are you from? He's like, oh, I'm from um, all, all, he said somewhere near, it's somewhere near Compton, but it's not Compton. Yeah. And I said, bro, how, how have you never left that area at all? Like to do anything like you, you, you haven't come downtown. Downtown is downtown from him was seven to eight miles. I said, bro, you've never traveled seven to eight miles because people, yeah, you're stuck in there that you don't belong, you can't do things, uh, priced and and now downtown, like there's a bunch of stuff that's why, like I said, like the whole generational breeding thing and whitewashing and trying to reprogram people that's why it was such a difference. Um, and it blew my mind Mm. because growing up out here, because growing up in the LA area for me, Mm -hmm. growing up, I learned about white flight. And it was people moving to the suburbs, um, and so and it's and it called white flight because of people who could afford it and everything, and they were like they were going they're going out there to escape everything, just to escape downtown. Now it's crazy because it's reverse, and now downtown with gentrification and everything, that's the place to be. They're hiking up all the prices now over there too to to get those out. So now so now before with the white flights reverse, and it's so now the people who couldn't afford the, uh, who couldn't afford the suburb place like that they're going all the way out to palmdale and shit too people are going back in and putting money in the downtown areas because it's so expensive and now it's the mindset so it's like and like unless you have a re- so if you can't if you can't afford to go to a laker game or see a concert or do all this other stuff like that it's programming in your in your head that like you have no business going to downtown mm-hmm. and th- and th- that's how it is in, in a lot of these in a lot of these sections because there's a lot of people who live in new york who never go to manhattan because yep. now, Matt, now, because yeah. that's because Manhattan, it's it's like that too. It's like downtown LA. It's a lot. It's like a lot of these downtown people where it's like, hey, you can't go there because you can't afford. You can't afford to get there, and you, you know, and now you go there, and you're gonna be in trouble. I. It's 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 your mindset. Like you can only go as far as your mind tells you. So, and this ties into what Frankie's saying. If you have told yourself, the only thing you know is this. This is five minutes down the street from you. That's what you're going to, to stay because that's what your mind it, it all starts here. It all right. you have to really you have to be open to even know that there's a there's a yeah. somewhere bigger and greater than where you grew up at. <clears throat> if you look up um statistics, I, I wanna say it said I wanna say and don't don't quote me on this, right? right 70% right. of Americans don't don't move more than 30 minutes away from where they grew up. Seventy yeah. percent. That's yeah, that's See, I feel like I honestly feel like there should there should be a program, but they're not going to do this because it's against it's against everything that they've that the system wants in its in and of itself is there should be a program where kids are literally given an opportunity to go like way outside the pocket, outside of sports, outside of band, outside of like having to have like some extracurricular thing, like just send them somewhere else, just send them. You know what I'm saying? This city sends their kids there and you send your kids there. You know what I'm saying? Like as a like a swap. And you go down there maybe over the summer or whatever, the program, you know what I'm saying? And it and it be funded, like government funded. We got the funds to do something like that. And to just and to have it be government funded so these kids can get exposure, so people can like expand their horizons. Because I feel like I feel like the best thing that ever happened to me as a person was and it's gonna sound crazy. Was my parents getting a divorce because but because they were divorced, my dad moved to California. And because of that, I ended up riding a plane at like seven, 
six, seven years old. You know what I'm saying? When the average American don't get on a plane till like they're like 19, 20, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or older, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So yeah. that, and then I got to see a whole nother state, a whole nother way of life, a whole other like mm -hmm. thing. So then I knew this existed. Like I physically knew it existed. I've been here before, mm -hmm. you know, and I was able, I was able to live here for a while. Like I, it, it was a thing, you know what I'm saying? And then like constantly like road trips and all that other stuff, like the, it, it exposed me to seeing different parts of America to where I was open to like, yeah, I'll go there. What's the, what's the worst I could be there? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll go check that out. Like, it, it expanded my mind, and I, I feel like a lot of kids would benefit from just a program where they could go travel somewhere, get some new information, and be able to like grow from that. But you're, all, you're also blessed to have have access to those kind of resources. People in the hood, unfortunately, like like when you go in the hood, what do you see on every corner? A liquor store, a, a fast food. That's what they're putting in the hoods. They're not putting in programs like this to help them. And I get what you're saying. You wish it existed, but you're, you're blessed to have access to those kind of resources because going back to this, this, this premise behind this movie and stuff, yeah. the system, so they have to stay stuck in this little box. And they, and every time they try to get out, something happens like, you well, know, no, no, I, well, Frankie real quick. So I want to say like, it, it wasn't, it wasn't that I didn't, I didn't grow up there or grow up in like those situations. It's just, because of that situation, and it, it allowed my dad into moving back to where he was from, and thus it created a, it created a situation where him being an active father allowed me to go out there. Like it 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 just it just created a perfect storm for but, me and mm -hmm. my in my scenario. Yeah, but but that's the thing too. What you said with the scenario that him being an active father and the situation forced you to. Unfortunately, um, even if this program was available to to do it, a lot of people I feel would not take it because parents don't want their kids going places. Um, and the thing is, people and I, I'll say the best thing, like the best thing for my cousin, was uh, joining the military because he had friends that no matter how um, what he was in with his life and how successful he was, they were always tearing him down. Mm. And so mm -hmm. it wasn't until, he, so it wasn't until, and that's the thing. So, and he went to got his car, he went to college, he was doing stuff. And it's, it's even funny because even after that, during the military doing stuff, they try to tear him down and say, oh, money changed you and this and that. And it's like, no, he works his ass off to get, um, to get what he wants and, and to do what he wants to do. And I think, unfortunately, that's other things too, because I know, um, like Sebastian's mom's same thing too like she if she, anytime she tries to freaking get healthy and work out and do things mm -hmm. like oh why are you doing that you're unhealthy you can't do that unfortunately people like tearing people down so doing something to broaden your horizon and see something different unfortunately people will tear you down and even if, if it was a government program like unless you mandate mm -hmm. it a lot of people they want to take advantage of it except for the people who guess what who probably don't need it as much as people who do they'll, they'll mm -hmm. use it because guess yeah. what yep. they're not tearing people down Yep, mm. that's that's also real. That's mm. all that is so true. And that's why Yeah. You know, this goes back to and we can get into this conversation another day, but like these rappers who die because they go back to the hood and you can't go back to the surroundings once you go out because unfortunately there's there's haters there. And once you want once you elevate and once you make it out, stay away, you know? Mm. And so some sometimes people do get those opportunities and they fall back into that trap because they're like, Oh, they're they're tired of people talking about them or, or yeah. 
calling them acting white and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, we, remember we we talked about that earlier, like in the way beginning days of this podcast, where we go around, where it's like people get mad because yeah. someone leaves the hood, and it's like, oh, and then they're like, oh, they didn't get back. Because sometimes, like, sometimes you could get back, sometimes you can't get back, and and you have to realize that sometimes you can't. Maybe you can't help your direct hood, but you can help other people in a at that get out of the situation. So then eventually that will go away. But we fall into the, like this so people they fall into the trap. And I remember there was other people on this podcast that they 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 were like that too because they were saying segregation was you know like was good. And I'm like good. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but then Eli Crane, I mean, or the yeah. Elijah Crane, yeah, from that 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 Arizona freaking congressman. Yeah. He so. Remember, he he doesn't like diversity either. So there's people out there that that they actively try to stop it. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, man, I agree with you. Hey, if you're someone that craves vibes when it comes to music, like I do, you need to check out Rose Petals. Rose Petals is a 12-track R&B album by yours truly, Fair Michelle, and it just dropped. It's available right now on all major digital outlets. I'm personally inviting you to come and vibe with me through music. Let me know what you think. Shout out to the home team with Kosher Sound. And you already know we're supporting and watching Homeroom with Smooth. Let's go. All right. So, yeah, y'all can type in with that, with her uh, fan, Rochelle, and her album. Uh, link is in the description down below. But anyway, so we're, we're on the topic of music. Drake. Let's Let's talk about Drake and his concert series. All right. So, uh, Drake, <laughs> George, look at me. Look, I'm like the worst human being ever. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, um, <laughs> you already I know. Um, yeah, I, I had a, you know, I had a nice drink. Um, but anyway, so, um, let's 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 get into this Drake video, man. Okay, let's 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 try and get this on a lighter note here. All right. Maybe I just got a holy thing where I think of you. 
what the fuck? All right. So, uh, what what do y'all think of the the record holder of the thirty sixth AL? I mean, I know who the person is, so I can't like. <laughs> That's crazy. Um. That's a lot of titties. I've seen them in person. They are they actually are that big. <laughs> so so she like, didn't just go buy a bra and throw it up there. Like she's actually that big. So so um, question Shar, so if I go out like, can, go I, ahead. can you start like a meeting with us? Because I I, I want to see this 36L now, like if I make it out there. <laughs> I need I need to see you for myself. Um Real trip. I'll just say it's a small world. Um and she's a huge Drake fan. And it paid off. <laughs> Man, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, that's crazy, man. She I she got to meet Drake and he's really nice. She said he's really nice. Um and uh they took shots together. She got to party with him. That's what's up. Hey, yeah, that's a dub. That's a dub. That's a W. That's a W in my book. You know what I'm saying? Big W. Um man, 36 fucking a- like, cause she, if she yeah. threw a bra, that means she had like her titties were just b- full back support from then. Like uh, the rest of the show. I don't like, know. I don't know the whole details. I don't know if she, this was a second bra she brought with her. I don't know the details, but. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure someone would have been helping her hold that to save her back. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Man, like she got to sit one on one head and one on the other head. Like she got two people in front of her. Just there's, like, yeah, there's it's right. like okay, it's fine. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, she's she's definitely pretty geeked about it. So pretty chesty. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, man. Um, so are y'all gonna go to a Drake show? Cause I know I'm going to the last one in Columbus, Ohio. I went to a Drake concert years ago, like 2011, for the Take Care tour. Mm-hmm. Now I am a Drake fan, but I'm not pressed to really go to his concerts like that. Um, so okay, I mean, it was a very good concert, but um, it's just not one. He okay, I'll put it to you this way I'm a very, very, very big Drake fan, and I haven't really been a fan of his his albums ever since Take Care. Um, I've liked Mm -hmm. I like mixtapes. Um, Mm -hmm. Take Care is is my favorite album by him. Um, I haven't really been a fan of the, the work he's been coming out with enough to go to a concert mm. um, so that's why i'm not really pressed okay i am actually i'm gonna be out of town when he's in la um not sure if i was gonna go anyway um just on um, people who are more rap and hip-hop i i know for me personally i'm not as big as fan as their concerts um because i think the the last one i saw was actually uh was kanye and um what was it uh, it was a uh, Kanye and um and Jay Z, yeah. Jay Z, okay. Yeah, in Paris. Or, oh yeah, you know, you, yeah. They had that they had that encore that went on forever. So I was like, oh gosh, which was fucking crazy and it was lit. So like, I'm I'm like I'm glad I went. But uh, other than that, because I think sometimes they don't really you live uh, the life, boy. <laughs> they don't really do enough differently to make to make it worth my while. 
Um, and that's just me, me personally. And that's compared to other concerts I've been to with other genres. Um, but I think that's because other genres, they give you a little bit more to freestyle with and free flow and, and do more stuff outside the confines. Um, but that, and I'm not young. Cause I think when I was younger, I was like all, all about hip hop rock, um, rap concerts and everything like that too. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and I think for me, it's cause like now I, I go to concert, like I don't need to be down on the floor. Um, I just want to be there, enjoy the, enjoy the music, enjoy the people. So, and so I, I think um, maybe that's part of the, that's some of the magic of of hip hop concerts too. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to the floor. Like I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm just I'm gonna get some nice seats. I'm gonna watch Drake perform, and I'm gonna leave that concert. That's it. That's it. I'm a responsible adult now. I'm a grown ass man. I'm not gonna be out there bumping shoulders with some 19, 18 year old. You know what I'm saying? Talking about Drake. You know. Yeah, you can barely see. You have no seat. Like, everybody gets hot. Yeah. Yeah, I no. I do have, like, like when I go to crypto and I say concert, though, I have, like, this perfect seat where it's, um, it's, like, I want to say for, like, a like a basketball game, it's, like, in, like, like the like the premiere section. But it's even when the person stands up in front of me, I'm so, I'm high enough, so, like, I'm just sitting down and chilling that. So, and I'm in the back, so I can just chill there. And I get that every concert, anytime I go to. So, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, like, so, and, like that's what I do because I'm like, no, you can stand up. You're not in my way. Don't have to worry about me because I'm just gonna, I'm here. Give me my drink. Okay, um, off the air, you're gonna have to share that sauce, bro. I need that. <laughs> I need that sauce. I need that sauce. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I got some things planned. You know what I'm saying? I got some things planned. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, shout out to you. You're my number one. No plan. Um, but anyway, uh, no, but, I'm so, I'm so cap. I'm so cap. So uh, Sorry, hey, you didn't get uh, that. You didn't get that, sure. <laughs> nah, she didn't catch that at all. I didn't catch that at all. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little sleepy. I, I definitely didn't catch that. Oh, right, yeah, right. I see, see, I know when I know when Char gets sleepy because she starts just staring into the camera, like it's and it's like up. it's like this awkward ass stare. And I'm like, nigga, blink. <laughs> like, you really trying to not go to sleep over there? Like, nigga, nigga tired of it. Like <laughs> I've been watching it for years, dude. Like it's the same. It's the same every time. It just like all of a sudden, like you go from smiling to like this blank ass face, and then you're just no blinking, like just like, she's like, she's like, she's smiling, and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh my god! <laughs> all right, y'all. So look, if you made it to this point in the video, I need you to like, comment, and subscribe to our podcast. You know what I'm saying? We do this every and share it, okay? And it's every. Wednesday and Saturday without fail, it will be there. We are there all the time, unless previously notified that we are going to make a change. Um, yes, yeah, life happens. Okay, life happens. We are human beings. All right, you know what I'm saying. Shout out, shout out to monetization. You know what I'm saying. We 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 cooking, we cooking, we there. Uh, and um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got to say. You guys got anything you guys wanna you guys wanna say before we wrap up here? I'm going to see Beyonce on Saturday. Hey, actually, I think my friend um, is actually a small world. I think she's gonna go see because she she lives out in DC area. Mm-hmm. I think I think she's gonna go see Beyonce on Saturday too. Okay, yeah, she uh, has a Saturday and a Sunday show this weekend. So yeah, so I'm, I'm I will go ask her and like and tell her like yo, actually ooh, she might want to come on the podcast. Baby. Okay, slide slide her through, bro. We we're an open we're an open forum. 
So um, all I'll say is I appreciate you guys. Not only my panel right here, but also the people listening. I appreciate all you guys. Be Yay. kind to each other. Be safe. And remember, someone's out there for you. So you're not you're not you're not going through shit alone. Yes, that's very true. I agree. Yep. Every everyone everyone deserves love. All right. So uh, yeah, y'all y'all uh, y'all have a good one. We're out of here.